The following clip was recorded live for LEAF, a first-of-its-kind accelerator and fellowship for BIPOC women-led businesses. LEAF Growing equity, one entrepreneur at a time. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Who's excited to learn pitch decks? Anybody? Anybody? Yay! <laughs> I can always see Leilani, so thank you so much, so much for, for sharing that. Um, and of course, I'd like to give a warm welcome to someone that needs no introduction. Everyone here already knows her. It is the fab Miss Kat Yalong. Take it away. Thank you, DJ Ale in the house. She always knows the songs. Hi, Leilani. Beautiful to see your face. Lorena, Deborah, Kaylin, Daisy Len, Phil Morena Crew, Jacqueline, Marisol, Jocelyn, Leslie, Brenda. Jada, hello, hello. So you have to excuse my voice. I was at South by the last five days and it's the most amount of people I've been around in two years. So um, I've been drinking lots of water, but I'm excited. I had a lot of fun planning the session for y'all and it is a lab session. So in true lab sessions, I just wanna leave as much time for us to write together and to create together and to like just get feedback from each other as we co-create. So I'm gonna jump in and share my screen. Let's see. All right. Can you see me? Yeah, thanks, Ale. Can I put all of you and still see your faces as I'm doing this? like the tricks of the trainer trade. Okay. So we jumping in quickly. I wanted to make this fun. So how are we going to slide placial mode? Here we go. So Jeopardy found this beautiful slide template, which you guys will also find many templates on your way. So we're going to just dive into Pitch Deck 101. Um, all the things related to pitch deck. So over the next few hours here, we are gonna go into the what, who is the pitch deck for, why, the hows, some do's and don'ts. And then we're gonna also review some examples together. And I want the majority of our time to really focus on lab time and writing. So I created a little workbook that's really simple. It's, you know, no frills, just a Google deck, or I'm sorry, a Google, documents and you it's almost just like filling in the blanks I know sometimes uh we'll, we'll dive in we'll dive in a little bit but we'll have some breaks for dancing and for potty and for eating because I know we're at the six o'clock hour um awesome so thank you for joining thank you for saying yes to learning more Ale please stop me if there's any questions that pop up and I don't see them in the chat no problem we'll do thank you Let's see. Okay, but first I want you to all, there's only 15 of us, which is a small intimate group. So I want you to write really quickly what your questions, your hesitations, if there's anything coming up around when you hear the word pitch, you hear the word deck, what comes up for you? So we'll just take a moment to breathe together. <sighs> there's no right or wrong here. First thing that comes to my mind, Kat, is where do you start? Yeah, I love that. That's often the first. Uh, 
when we're writing anything. Is it kind of like, like, um, like pitching your product or something? Mm -hmm. Is it, a, Deborah, are you saying, is that a question or more a comment? It's a question. Um, it sounds like that's what it is, but you know, I, I don't know what it is. I'm yeah, absolutely. What is it? Excellent. Thank you, Deborah. We'll be diving yeah. into that. Anyone else want to come off, off mute and or write in the chat? And for those of you that are new here, because we do have a few students from El Camino College, um, sometimes we just come off mute and we start talking. So feel free to share in the chat or just come off mute. And we do have two of them on here. Uh, Kat, not sure if you can see them, if you want me to read um, I think, uh, like, Shark Tank, so I yeah, think it's a little intimidating say. when I think about it in that sense. That's <laughs> what I was gonna say, it sounds like Shark Tank. Yeah, thank you Marisol, thank you Deborah. you said intimidating, sounds like Shark Tank. Thank you for sharing all that scary, what should be included, how do I start? Leslie, how to keep it short, simple, while still being really valuable, that's so powerful. And what do you need to put in, Jocelyn, thank you, awesome. Any other questions arise, please put them in. And as we share, you know, our feelings, the words, the questions that arise, can you guys, can we just do a little shake? A little shake your hands. You know me, I like to play with the mind and body for those that haven't joined. Shake your feet, shake your toes. If you're sitting, if you're standing, I'm doing a little shimmy, I'm shaking my booty. Because we're going to shake off any applications and we're just going to, step into this moment in time with each other to learn about what is a pitch, what is a deck, to play with it, to have fun with it, and then also answer each other's questions and to learn from each other. So quick agreements, anytime I do anything, I like to share out loud, you know, there's no question too small or too big. So if anything comes up, please, please, please do not hesitate. Feel free, since we're a small group, feel free to come off mute or raise your hand, Ale. I, you can also raise your hand. Um, I wanted to also share, you know, we're a team of 15, 16, 17 now, 17 humans and brains in the room, all bringing our different unique experiences. And some may know what a pitch deck is, some never touched it, some have no idea. So honoring all of that. And then knowing that we're gonna dive into what I think is a really fun way to share your story. And sometimes with something coming to share your story comes like fear and scariness and intimidation, but we're here and I'm here to tell you that your story and your business is worth sharing. So we're, this pitch deck journey we're about to go on is about being able to share that story in a fun and playful and not a scary way. So let us dive in. So what is a pitch deck? So before, we jump in the Jeopardy game of it all. I wanna go back to the definition. So Deborah, thank you for asking that. What is a pitch deck? It is nothing more than a few slides, whether that's in Keynote, PowerPoint, or Google. Sometimes they're between 10 or 20. We're gonna go through some examples and see a few of those. But it's a visual representation and presentation of you and your company, your vision, your plan. So oftentimes you'll hear different words for this, but the word pitch deck is, is a very, is a term that comes from the tech space. I've been working in tech, the tech space for about 10 years. So anytime I use words on this, the next couple hours, 
pause me, stop me. If there's any words that you're like, I've never heard that term before. Cause I remember when I was transitioning into tech and I had no idea what a lot of words and terms were and I felt dumb, but we're not here. We're here in a safe space to learn. So please pause me if there's anything that comes up and like, I don't know that term cat, um, but I created this so that it would hit several industries, different mixed levels, different mixed experiences. So please pause me or raise your hand. Thank you, Ale. And my arrow is taking a moment to move, so. Okay, Jeopardy. These are our categories, y'all. We're covering it all. The who, the parts one, parts two, pro tips, mistakes, and examples. Can I get someone to share me a who and what number? Let's start with the who's category. Let's throw it out there. 600. 600, Milani. thank you. Okay, who, we're doing a little revised version of Jeopardy, obviously, Jeopardy, um, but who's the main pitch deck built for? Can I get a, Leilani, what do you think? You can also answer in a question. Who your audience is? Yeah, who's, who's your audience? Oh, who, are you supposed to say it as a question? Who yes. is your audience? Yes. <laughs> who is your Jeopardy, audience? Like Jeopardy, Jeopardy. Yes, I'm, I'm having- Honestly, I've never seen Jeopardy before, but I know this game is common and I forget about the question situation. That's okay. And I'm asking it because I think it's an important way for us to be all present with each other and each other's words, how we're sharing our words. Um, so Leilani said, who is your audience? So Leilani, who is your audience for this main, like wh wh why are main most pitch decks? Who are they built for? Can you take a kick of guess? Sometimes investors, um, sometimes uh, people who can accelerate your business in some type of way. Awesome. Who are but I'm just gonna say investors for now. Yeah, I love it. Yes, that is exactly, you're right. Ding, ding, ding. I know you said 200 or 600, so I'm gonna give you $800, girl. Um, who else are pitch decks built for? You said anyone who can help accelerate your business. So who is anyone who can help accelerate your business? Anyone else can come off mute and just share, throw it out. Um, clients or customers. Excellent. Clients or customers. Thank you. I didn't see who, who shared that, but thank you so much. Kaylin. <laughs> awesome. from Mount Community College. Yes, I love it. Okay. So who are we building this fish check for? Investors. And when I use, when I say these terms, some of these terms, you might not know, and that's okay. Let me know. Um, it could be angel investors. It could be venture capitalists. The majority here won't be making for VCs, but angel investors are people who got the dollars, high net worth, high wealth people who have dollars and write checks to companies and people and passions and projects of theirs. Um, it could be an accelerator, like a Pledge LA or a Grid 110. We've, we've seen those folks, for those of you that joined. Could be banks. And it could also be programs, grants, I'm sorry, grants. So grants like the Jewish Loan Association, I believe they give a certain amount. Um, so writing for that. You said clients, customers. Leilani said, anyone who can help accelerate our business. So it could be partners. It could be people associated with whether in their coffee industry or the wellness industry, 
um, or skincare. It could be people in the space, could be brand partners, marketing, sales partners, just giving an overview of who we are and what we're about and where we're going. It also could be for prospective hires. I think pitch decks are a great way to share with people we want to bring on the team and or a co-founder potentially. So someone who could help work with you on the leadership team. And then also, I know Elaine asked for this. I know that you recently had a Pledge LA info session for those of you that might be joining because Pledge LA gives a certain amount of money and they are asking, it's not required, but they're asking for a pitch deck. And I think when anytime you have a pitch deck, it just adds another level of, this is me, this is who I am, this is what we're about and where we're going, so. Any questions here coming up? Well, really quickly, I added in the chat, Kat, I, I asked that they let us know if they're currently working on writing a pitch deck and who it's for. And Leilani actually replied back and she said, Pledge LA. Excellent, Leilani, good to know. Anyone else writing, wanting to write a pitch deck for someone specific so that we can incorporate it in? Examples, thank you, Ale. Um, I'm a few people myself, <laughs> um, so that I know how I talk about my company, but also prospective partners. So um, corporate partners for me, those who are looking for like wellness and, and meditation in the workplace um and also grant funders awesome thank you Amani yes I love that you said this protective prospective partners corporate partners that would want meditation in your services and then also you shared yourself which I think is so powerful in this because part of writing a pitch deck and creating a pitch deck together today will be about learning your own potential resistance and into writing it or starting it, things like that. So we're gonna do that all together today. And Cynthia says, same, Pledge LA. Awesome, Cynthia, I love it. So. That cursor of yours, huh? I know, my, <laughs> I don't know if, might have been frozen here, okay. So we're going next to parts, any number. Ale, parts one or parts two? Parts two for a thousand dollars. Ooh, meat and potatoes, love it. Thank you, Ale. What are we including in a pitch deck? Ale, curious, in a question format, just name one thing and then I'm gonna ask the crowd here, what else do we include in a pitch deck? What are we trying to solve? Mm, what are we trying to solve? Yes. What else? You can come off mute, raise your hand, write it in the chat. What are we trying to solve? What else is included? For those of you that maybe made one, started to. Who, who are you serving? Who are you serving? What is your mission and vision? Yes, yes, and yes. What is the problem and solution? Excellent. How much you're raising or what you would use capital for? Yep, what is your problem solution? What are you raising? How much money are you asking for? How are you different? Your unique magic, Jocelyn, yes. Your potential? Yes, your potential, absolutely. So we're gonna go through the 
those different parts. I think you, you covered the majority of it. So I love, love seeing that. Okay, cursor. So intro slide, I'm gonna go through what I, I've, I've seen about, I don't even know how many decks I've seen, probably over a thousand decks in my four years working at Bixel Exchange. Um, and then also working with a lot of investors and friends and asking them this question of what are best practices? What do you like about decks? What do you don't like about decks? So I created this sequence because I think it allows you to share your story in a way and have a buildup. So in any story, you know, there's a buildup, there's a middle, and then there's an end piece. And our end piece will end with our ask. So our intro slide is really about setting the stage. Some people like to add in maybe their big vision of how they see the world, right? Or their and or their value proposition. So their big vision of seeing the world and how uniquely it is for you as a woman of color, woman founder, and also as you in your business. So I know, let's see here. You know, Pledge Leilani and Cynthia writing, writing out kind of an overall, I know last quarter, so December, we dove into writing your mission and vision and that mission and vision is gonna be evolving. So um, it's not set in stones, so whatever we do today in our lab time, think of it as a draft that you're gonna to continue to iterate on and improve, knowing that your own words that you're using are telling your story and that you're, they're, they're your, where, you, where you're at in this moment. So the second part, second slide, I wanted to dive right into what I think is the problem. So some of my favorite slide decks actually dive right in to sharing about the person and the problem that they're encountering. That's very specific, right? So who is he, like, who are you serving? Who's your target market? This is often done in one slide. It can be a photo. So there's so many different ways you can share this. Um, we're gonna see and dive into some examples so you can see some visuals of this, but it's really, what is the problem? Who is it solving for? And at the same time, where does that opportunity lie, right? So you're building up to what the problem is. After you shared the intro and the vision of your world, there then comes the problem slide. Hey, cursor. Sometimes my right-click works, sometimes it's not working. And I know I already added it in the chat, but just as a reminder for everyone, we are recording the session. I will be sharing it with everyone as a recap, along with yesterday evening's health and wellness session. Thank you, Ale. Mm -hmm. Okay, so solution. So your solution slide is all you, your company, your mission, your vision, your values for some that are running. There's some that are nonprofits, a little mix of nonprofits and for profit. Imani, I love that you have your picture Black Mental Health Task Force. So like what specifically your why now? Why is mental health important? Why is it important, especially for the Black community, right? So this slide is really sharing the problem and the problem that arose, the opportunity that arose from your problem. And now here's what I'm presenting as a solution. And why is it a, a great solution to serve the customers that I'm serving now? So I'm gonna go through these fairly quickly, but pause me if anything pops up.
All right, next slide. So after we shared our problem, our solution, our intro slide, I personally love going right into, okay, base, you brought your solution up. Now tell me even more how you as a founder and as a leader about your competition, your awareness of your competition, who they are. It could be no more than two or three people, right? There's different visual ways to show this and we'll, we'll, we'll share examples of that. But your awareness of who your competition is, whether it's direct or indirect. So other meditation people, I'm just gonna go through meditation. Other meditation folks, um, it could be Calm app, it could Headspace app. How are other companies doing wellness for their team? And then also at the same time, highlighting, this is how we're different than our competition. You know, it could be a grid, it could be showing like, okay, yes, Headspace and Calm offer this, but I'm offering this customization piece. And I focus specifically on black and brown community, something like that, right? So your competition slide. And you, you hear the word UVP sometimes, I put unique magic as, you know, AKA unique magic, also known as unique value proposition. So what are you bringing in terms of to the table, proposing to, to those that you serve in your business, whether it's a taco stand, whether it's self-care, whether it's beauty, a beauty product. And the team slide, I love, love, love the team slide. Huge fan. A, sorry to yeah. cut you off there, Kat, but I have a question. So let's say the Pledge LA, right? Um, yep. What is our unique value proposition compared to our competitors? Yep. We have multiple businesses and in different industries that are happen to be our competitors at that moment for Pledge LA or Grid 110. Yeah. What do we put in there for that? Like how to choose which competitors are they, or is it more like how to? Yeah, like who who do we? How do we know who our competitors are? So if we don't know who our competitors are, are how do we add that to our pitch deck if we're presenting it to like Grade One Ten or Pledge Pledge LA? Yeah, I would say pick competitors that you find are your expanders. So I'm gonna just I was just thinking um, coffee. I, I was I'm gonna actually show an example of a coffee pitch deck. Um, so obviously there's lots of coffee shops, right? So who is a coffee shop that is in your space that is similar to you, whether it's someone like uh, a coffee shop that is serving a local community and very focused on local business and highlighting coffees only from Colombia or coffees only from Nicaragua. So as specific as you can get, right? So anytime you have a business, if you haven't researched or Googled who are potential direct and indirect competitors for you, please, that is definitely an important step in this. And that's, that's the time in lab time today, we could, we could look that up together. Um, so it's definitely, Ale, are there any specific industries, Ali, you're referring to? Coffee is a big one. So for coffee, I would pick other coffee shops, maybe local and or other coffee shops that could be bigger, like an indirect one could be a Starbucks, right? That potentially isn't so focused. Well, yep. I, was, I was, and I, I do see what Imani uh, is saying here, but I was, I was saying more like, if there's a whole bunch of businesses in different industries mm -hmm. that are trying to apply for money mm -hmm. and how, what is their unique value proposition? It's based on, um, on the work that they do, their, their social, um, oh my goodness, I'm losing the words. Yeah, the social impact that they make in their community, maybe is that what their their value proposition is? 
Absolutely, absolutely. So your value proposition, for example, when when I bring up an example of some of, um, of, of this specific slide on competition, you'll see that for some, there's like a grid, right? Like for Airbnb, there's a grid of what the other competitors are. For Airbnb, the competitors are hotels, the competitors are VRBO, and how is Airbnb different than a VRBO, vacation rental, or a hotel, right? And so um, like in Imani's case, for example, if she has her meditation and mindfulness and wellness business, her indirect competitors can be a headspace and a calm, which are apps to help with wellness in the corporate wellness space. But her direct competitors could be other individuals that are focused on corporate wellness and could potentially, Imani, I don't know, I'm just, I'm gonna make a, just an, an example assumption, but maybe Imani is focusing on black and brown. So if that's the case, you know, my focus as a meditation wellness instructor as Imani Bradley is to focus on black and brown owned businesses. And that's how I'm different than a calmer headspace because what I create and the meditations I create are specifically focused for black and brown founders. Does that make sense, Ali? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So it's, it's, and we can tease out together. If you're not totally sure about your unique value proposition, we can tease that out together and we can workshop that as a group. Awesome, yes, Imani, you said anyone that keeps you motivated stay on top of market trends and innovation. So, oh, I just saw the birthday girl come in. Can we just say happy B-Day, Elaine? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Elaine. Happy level up, girl. Speaking of team, teamwork makes a dream work. Hi, everybody. I'm just in the background listening to y'all. <laughs> Thank cool. you. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. Yes. Thank you, Lane, for being born. <laughs> um, so team. So the team page is my favorite, one of my favorite slides. Um, it's showcasing you. Not only you can be your picture, but also your experience. So why? The solution slide showed the why now. Your team slide showed the why us. Whether it's a one-person team, a two-person team, or a three-person team, this is where you can name drop past experience. You can name drop skills, levels. You know, I have 10 years in this, 10 years in tech, 20 years in nonprofit, XXX. I don't know why sometimes it's the longest. Hello. Like, Okay, traction timeline for parts, pitch deck parts. What is traction? What is timeline? So this slide is all about showing me, showing investors, showing whoever's reading your pitch deck, where you were, aka milestones, progress, where you are now, and where you're going. So where you were, where you are now, where you're going. And sometimes this can be do you need, oh, Amani is asking quickly, do you need permission to name drop? Are there parameters, situations where you wouldn't identify parts of your team? Absolutely no permission to name drop. You drop in whatever companies, whatever experience adds credibility and trust for the industry that you're working in, whether it's coffee, whether it's beauty, whether it's wellness, whether it's your own self-studies. 
um, parameters or situations where you wouldn't identify parts of your team? I don't think so. I mean, this is really up to you and your call, Amani, of, you know, is this the most necessary as we dive into creating content in our lab time, you know, what details are necessary to include that, that really creates the most impact and shares your story very concisely. Ale, feel free if, if, that, if your screen share is working, you know, mine is taking a moment, but. Yeah, it's um, working, so let me try it. Any questions on traction timeline? It's really roadmap, past, present, future. Awesome, and then I can say in the chat. Cool, thank you. Can you go back a few slides, Ali? Traction, you're on? Yes, okay. Oh, you have, you have to have years. Brenda, you have to have years in your experience on the team page, is that what you're asking? Five years? I would. For the for the traction timeline, like um, would you say like this is? I apologize, my daughter is like wild right now. Um, but it, like in five years, we see ourselves going in this direction versus ten years. Should we have like years in there to be more concise? Good question. So I will share with you one of the pitch decks I've created recently for our company Sovereignty Fashion CEOs. We actually did a one year like what, what traction we created in one year, one year and a half. So where we wanna be in one year, where we were about a year ago and where we're at now. So I would choose no more than, it depends. It really depends, I think, on you and your business. And we can dive a little bit into that, Brenda. But, um, you know, when you're sharing what milestones you've hit, when I, when I talk about milestones for traction, it could be when you've hired, when you obtained a space, when you joined LEAF, when you joined and got grant money or funding from friends, from the bank, those are all milestones to include. And there's different ways to showcase that. And you'll see when we dive into some templates that, that they make it really easy for you to just drop in, right? So it could be, you couldn't, you could put in like, you know, September of 2020, this happened. And so it's going through those highlights. So I don't want to give you a specific time range. It's just dependent on what is most impactful to include on your milestones of where you were, where you're at now, and where you're going. Awesome. Next slide, Ali. Thank you. Financials. So financials isn't, for Pledge LA, I don't think financials is completely necessary. Financials obviously comes more pertinent when it comes to banks, when it comes to investors, angels, friends and family, when it comes to potentially prospective clients or um, sales, but the type of financials that typically go in what, I, what, I, what I've seen in, in pitch decks and startups is forecasting sales. So a lot of forecasting, which are, I will tell you, can just be completely off the cuff half of the time. So, um, the financials page is usually used more as a weapon to show, oh, we can grow really fast in, my, in, the, in the tech and startup industry. But for a lot of the small businesses that are, that are here today that, that, that represent us, we're not looking for crazy exponential growth. It's more just getting a handle for showcasing 
you know, your financial health as a business. And there's what you can and cannot include. You know, I don't think it's super essential right now. And I don't think for what we've shared for Pledge LA and for other folks that are writing it, but it can definitely be even in, in the section that's, that would be considered the your pitch deck appendix. So we'll dive a little bit and I can show you examples of this. We're gonna go into examples in a second. And the last, but most certainly not least, I think one of the most important, important, thank you, Ale, is your slide on what are you asking for? What do you need? And don't be, don't be shy on this, right? And you're asking your need is, I'm asking for $2 million for a space to hire this many people for marketing budget. So if you're gonna have an ask, there should be, especially if it's money related, I would also like you to go through the exercise. You don't need to put it in the slide, but to go through the exercise yourself of what is this money paying for? Budget, your budget essentially. So it could be that, or it could be, I'm looking for brand partnerships to help me increase my sales globally. I'm looking for brand partnerships to help me increase my sales for women of color. I'm looking for brand partnerships to help me dive into more black owned, you know, black and brown owned businesses. So what is your direct ask? It could also be something of, Get into Pledge LA, be that as direct. Um, become a Pledge LA 2022 recipient, something very specific. And for customers, for hiring talent, anything like that. Thank you, Ali. Next one. All right. Pro tips or mistakes? Let's go pro tips. Any number. Go straight into a thousand. Pilot next. <laughs> okay. Common mistakes. Is Jose on this call as well? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, awesome, Jose. I love I was thinking of you when this came up too, because I know um and, and Elaine, you know, I don't know, I don't want Elaine to participate, but Ale, if you've seen as well. So Jose, I'm gonna actually pose this to you. Are there any common mistakes that you see in pitch decks? Um, being going back to the financials thing I'd say being too focused on like trying to make those numbers seem appealing yeah and giving like crazy projections one article that I recently read I really like how they phrase it <clears throat> they said your financials should be more so to showcase that you really understand the numbers behind your business Right. You understand how much it costs to create a product or to provide a service. And most importantly, being able to show when you can become profitable. Um, how can you expand your services to different products or to different customers, things like that? Uh, and I, I really like that approach because, yeah, what I've seen a lot is people want to show like in five years, we're going to be making millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. um, but every investor knows that <clears throat> those are just guesses, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Thank you, Jose. That's really, I love that. It's looking at the financial slide as your slide to showcase that you know your business and numbers. And that's, that can be, for some, that could be intimidating for those that are aversion to numbers, but it's at least knowing, right, your cost of your business, when potentially you could become profitable. There's definitely resources out there that can help with it. Um, that and also are your advisors, your SBDC free advisors that, that LEAF is offering as well. Um, 
of understanding your business in, from a numbers lens. I love that. Thank you, Jose. Any other common mistakes for those that have looked Ale? I'd be curious of anything that you've seen when you've seen maybe a pitch deck or slides and you're like, ooh, nope. <laughs> well, a lot of what I've seen is it's great content, but the imagery is not great. Mm. And so it almost seems like maybe the business didn't invest in putting in good images because again, what sells to a lot of people, they're visual, right? So what mm -hmm. sells to them is just the images alone that they're using on their pitch deck. It might be really good content. It might sound like a really good company, but for some reason you might have somebody that's a, a decision maker and they're like, I just don't like the way this looks. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I, I could see that being um, a mistake there. Like that, absolutely. The visuals and photos are not aligned with maybe your business or who you are, the story you're telling. Imani, nail on the head. Imani said too much tax. Absolutely. Ali, will you go to the next slide, please? So I've just listed some common. Too much. What's too much? I'm gonna give you, so investor friends, right? I spent a lot of time in rooms with investors who give money, with venture capitalists, with angels at South by the past few days. Folks who are reading your deck oftentimes don't spend more than 60 seconds. So from an impression perspective, if I've heard, I've actually, had, I love asking this question of like, what do you, what have you seen when I've, when I've had panels in the past and they were like too much. And I think one of the answers, Lucas, um, forget Lucas's old, old, old fun name, but he said, one time someone just put super obnoxious colors and I just couldn't even, he's like, the colors came on my screen and I just had to stop. I, I like couldn't even get, like, wouldn't read through it. So be really mindful of what colors you're using. Um, text, money said too much of text. And then also just too much stats. So what Jose was saying, you're just maybe using too much numbers and inflating what could potentially be projected or you're just using a ton of bullet points. Um, the art of creating a pitch deck, yes, there's a little bit of a science to it, but there's also this art of, of intuition and sticking to what your story is and what represents you. So I put too much and on the balance side of that, not enough. So pitch decks can be great. There's a lot of awesome content, but are you taking me through your story? I want to be led through the story of you and your business the humans that you're solving for, whether it's coffee, whether it's skincare, whether it's meditation, what emotion are you evoking out of me? And I also wanna see, and I don't wanna see so much text that there's like not enough. I've seen pitch decks where there's just, every single part of the pitch deck is all text and all, all visuals versus just having space to breathe, right? White space is actually a good thing when it comes, when, it, when I say use the word white space, it's all this space in this case on this slide, the blue space around the text. Right. I probably could have taken out the what are the common mistakes question, but so just enough space for people to breathe and digest and focus on what's important. Um, whenever I look at slides or help people with their slide deck, I always say, what is the first, what is the one takeaway that you want this person walking away from this slide from, right? So if it's a competition slide, what do you want to hit home with? What do you want them focusing on? Being mindful of that when you're looking at looking at it. Um, another common mistake is 
who are you building this deck for? So if you were to step in the shoes of a bank, if you were to step into the shoes of an investor, if you were to step in the shoes of the Pledge LA team, if you were to step into the shoes of a potential client or partner, what are they looking for? You know, we're all humans. We all don't want to spend a massive amount of time looking at something. We want something that's visually appealing. We want something that hits home in terms of it really shares shares a story that I can relate to potentially. Even if an investor can't relate, they will at least be able to follow the arc of your story of this is the problem of who, the why now solution, then diving into why we're different, the financials, the team, why us, this is our ask. The other common mistake is analysis paralysis. So it's so easy when you're sharing a story, I, I'm, I'm, I can be guilty of this, sharing the story of where I'm at in this moment in time of, what do I share? What do I share first? I don't know if I want to share that, but really what's most important in this and what we're going to do today together is go through this workbook and start a first draft. We're going to start writing your language, the content. We're going to do content first and words first. We'll worry about design later because with design, there's a lot of different options we can dive into for design. So I want to pose this question, pose, pose this question out to the 23 minds we have in the group. So what else are common mistakes that you think folks make? Maybe you've read some pitch decks yourself. Maybe you've created a pitch deck for school, for work. What are other common mistakes that might come up? You can write them, you can raise your hand, you can unmute. Maybe we should start with who has actually seen a pitch deck? One too. Thank you, Ali. No, Jose, Ale, Deborah. I haven't. I haven't. You have not seen a pitch deck. No. Okay. Awesome. So, Deborah, we're gonna look at them together. Leslie, you mentioned sharing, like what to share, what not to share. Yeah, I've seen some examples. What were your favorite of the examples that you did see, Leslie? What were your favorite ones and why were they your favorites? Just curious. Um, the ones that stood out to me were the ones that were like, it wasn't like too much wording. It was like simple and I liked the color coordination. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just like the ones that were simple and got straight to the point. Love it. Simple, straight to the point, color coordination, photo coordination, love that. Thank you, Leslie, for sharing. Ale, next slide, please. Okay, we're gonna go into, we went to the mistakes, pro tips. So for the money move, what are the best practices and pro tips as I create my pitch deck? I'm gonna dive straight in because I wanna leave more room to kind of look at these examples together and analyze what stood out, what didn't, what was too messy, these actual real life examples. And potentially if, if someone wants to share one too, you know, don't be shy. Um, Ali was the next one. So in true Jeopardy format, what is always evolving? What is your story and what is information? So, I know we got some perfectionists in the room because I'm a recovering perfectionist myself. 
your pitch deck is always evolving. So a pitch deck isn't always gonna land with everyone and it doesn't need to because it needs to just land in the hands of one person, whether that's a bank, whether that's Pledge LA. So knowing that the words, your story, colors, your design, it will evolve. It will transform and it will evolve to become better every time, every single time. As is your story, as is the information. Some mistakes that I've seen on, on, on pitch decks, having outdated information. That, that sounds like a, a very, you know, what's the word, a common sense, but you'd be surprised people don't have the most up-to-date information on there. Number two, what is sending a standalone PDF and what is your story? Yes, I like common sense isn't always common sense. So true. So if Ale were to send me her, if Amani were to send me her pitch deck, please, please, please send it as a PDF. Why? Because if you send it as a keynote, you send it as a PowerPoint, what if the person doesn't have keynote? What if the person doesn't have PowerPoint? And then the, the pictures, the visuals, the fonts, and all the beautiful work and magic you put into this won't, won't come through. So PDF will secure the fact that it'll come in whatever font you created, whatever visuals, whatever colors you've chosen, whatever colors you've created. And when I say standalone PDF, what is a standalone PDF? Your deck by itself will tell the story with or without you there. So whoever's reading it will be able to understand the problem, the solution, the potential, the opportunity, where you're going, where you were, what milestones of progress without you there. Obviously it's always better and more just, just simply fun to be able to the whole story and context because when we're attached to our baby, our story, our business, our product, it's obviously you want to share, you want to share more, you want to be able to. But as Leslie said, being direct, being concise, being simple is so much more powerful. Less is more in this, in this case. So I just put it in Spanish, googlearlo, which just means Google it. <laughs> so Google it as your weapon. How many times in the last 10 years, 11 years of working in the tech space, when I say working in the tech space, I haven't worked as a developer. I've worked as a incubator director. I've worked as an office manager. I've worked as a marketing person, a salesperson, a booth person, all different ways. Once you don't know something, Google. Examples of pitch decks, examples of competition slides in pitch decks, examples of meditation pitch decks, examples of self-care pitch decks, examples of coffee, like just Google, try different ways, try different words and see what comes up in your images. I trust and I know that you will find what you're looking for when you do that. So something will come up and it will rise. Do it incognito, yes, Elaine. Elaine, do you have a reason why you say do it incognito? Yeah, an incognito window on Google. So for, for those of you that know what incognito windows are on Google, instead of opening a new window, you can go open incognito window um, on Google Chrome. It takes away your location and it takes away any kind of historical cookies or data that your uh, browser has, which means you'll probably get decks from like the UK, you'll get decks from like Australia, you'll get decks from you know, South Africa, you can, you can get decks from all, all over the world, not just your general population, like you're 30 miles around you. And it'll, it'll inspire ideas because people around the world are so cool. 
but we sometimes don't get to see that because we use regular Google. And as you guys know, there's technology tracks what you're searching, who you're seeing, the radios you're in, and all those things. So Google it in incognito, so none of your history uh, tracks you, so you can see new things and new perspectives. Awesome. Thank you, Elaine. I love that. Thank you for sharing that tidbit. And for the last pro tip, what is iterating on your gut, sharing for feedback, allowing your story to unfold? Pitch check is inevitably, obviously, sharing you, sharing a piece of you, sharing your story. So coming from my own experience and working with thousands of entrepreneurs, I know that there can be resistance to sharing your authentic self, to sharing your story, but know that here today in lab time, we're gonna practice sharing. We're gonna practice writing it out. We're gonna practice. We're not looking for perfection in this moment. We're gonna practice and exercise on it. So when I say iterate, the word iterate just means allow versions, different versions of it to unfold. So, you know, maybe you've used the same three words for your vision, but allowing maybe this group of 23 people as we work on our workbook together um, and share different examples of each other's, allowing it to transform, right? And you're, I, I always say gut. So, you know, trusting your gut on, okay, someone gave me this feedback. Maybe you have a team of, I'm just gonna give an example. Maybe you, you ask family, friends, maybe an advisor to, to review an example of what we do today in this workbook for the next hour. And again, it's gonna iterate into different versions. So allow whatever edits and iterations to unfold, but check in with your gut. Does that seem aligned with your business? Does that seem aligned with your story? Does this seem aligned with you? And gut alignment is a practice. Um, I'm learning that my gut, when it's a yes, my whole body is just like in, just wants to go, it looks like that. And it also is, it feels very like spacious and free in my body. But that's, you know, that's a practice that's learning the language of our body, that's learning the language of our intuition and our gut. But just allowing for that space to play and to unfold. Sometimes as we have, as we share our story, sometimes that story gets even more powerful and, and, and your pitch deck get, becomes more, even more direct, even more concise, even, even less words by allowing others to help, help cre create it with you. Ali, did you have something to share? I see you. All right, I'm gonna add, I think I might have to switch Ali to sharing because I wanna share some examples of pitch deck examples. Elaine, did you raise your hand? I did. Yeah. Um, two things I was gonna mention earlier um you were talking about traction timeline uh and financials so for those of you that are applying to pledge la um two, two components of the application um traction um as it relates to milestones like kat mentioned uh accomplishments anything that you can attribute to your business and maybe even saying something like you know if this is true about your business only being in business for a year, and that's okay, 
but you've, you know, hit X amount of sales or you've seen increase in this much. Traction can be packaged in so many different ways. Like if you have a mailing list of, you know, I don't know, 5,000 people, 10,000 people, right? Um, recurring sales. So maybe you only have, you know, 300 customers, but they buy from you every single month. That's serious loyalty right there, right? And that's traction, which means you don't have a ton of customers, but they are um, continuous. And that is a detail of success. If you were to get another 10,000 customers and they would buy from you every month, right? That's, that's traction. Um, and I think that the portion that they're looking at, I would say from a pledge of light perspective, they're looking for, you know, they just want to make sure that you are one, like a legitimate business that's here to continue to be in business for the long run. Um, and two, um, that you have some growth mindset, right? So we're looking towards the future. So if this year you hit this much sales, like you're looking for next year to be at this, right? Or you're looking for your growth to be here or your, or your expansion to be here. Um, I remember I, I saw John's uh, original submission uh, who was in the uh, session last week with the Pledge LA team being, um, you know, he had a coffee shop and uh, prior to the pandemic, like that, the coffee shop was like the only thing he was doing, right? And yeah, he had other plans and, and, and whatnot, but in his pitch deck more specifically, he was like, I want to bottle my coffee, right? In order to sell more of it because I'm not going to have people walking into my store. Um, so that was the portion of like his growth mindset of the timeline, uh, traction timeline. And then the second portion on the financials, what I think is interesting and what I think is super, super valuable and uh, kind of a kind of a hardcore sell to, to this particular uh, opportunity that Pledge LA is, is that if you've bootstrapped, if you've put in your own money, right? Like, what does that look like? Because I think the story that we often, no, the story that we don't hear um, in our communities is like how much money and time and sweat equity we've put in into our companies, right? So maybe you cash out your 401k to start your company. Maybe you have your families, you know, supported you. Um, and also the, uh, because there is this $250,000 threshold, it's important for you to, you know, understand how much money has gone in because you, you are going to get that question. So if you do make it through the first round and you get to an interview, they're going to ask you questions about your pitch deck. So be ready to answer them. And so if you're going to put in financials, and I think to Jose's point, like, do you just throw, did you just throw something in there or like, do you know why you threw those numbers up there? Cause you got to be ready to defend them in an interview. Right. So, um, yeah, I would say like, think about what, what you're going to put on there. Maybe you figured out. And I think she's not on here, but one of the leaders has figured out how to reduce her cost of goods sold by 15%. I think three weeks ago, she was at like 32%. She's down to like 23 right that's a huge that's a huge milestone like in in food and beverage reducing your cogs by 17 percent like that happens if you have big machinery if you have all these like food experts on your on your team but somehow she's figured out how to do it right so think about those very special moments and things that only make your company individual even as even as you know even as you think about all the other competitions um, and other people that are doing similar things to you. So like why you, why you're so special 
definitely adding leaf as a milestone. I'm not saying I have any say on any of these applications because obviously I'm, I'm here and I'm talking to a lot of people about it, but um, I know that there's, there's going to be people of, you know, that that's part of your traction. That's part of you taking that step towards becoming a better entrepreneur, towards investing in yourself to grow your business. So putting that milestone on your pitch deck, it's not about us and it's not about what we've you know been able to do for you or what we've been able to share with you, but it's about you taking that step and that commitment to saying yes to leave and yes to growing as an entrepreneur and growing your business. That's what that signals on the other side to the to the people that are reading that the, those pitch decks. Thank you, Elaine. And Elaine is speaking from being on the Pledge LA board. So that's why she's right. That's why she's sharing this uh, of being mindful of, you know, who's reading on the other side, what are they looking for? And we haven't, you know, we're going to have enough time in this next hour. We're going to take a little break. We're going to have enough time in this next hour. We're going to workshop. I'm going to share this workbook um, on share screen and we're all going to go through it. Uh, AKA just leave time for you all to write. And as we're writing, as questions, questions will arise, resistance will arise, um, how we can move through it together and answer those questions. And maybe it's us going through a few of these businesses together um, to say, what is the traction for my business in specific industry and market and where I'm at, right? I know Jacqueline says, thank you, Jacqueline, for joining. Um, I'm going to share before Jacqueline goes to Jacqueline, I'm going to share links for some examples we're going to review right before we go on break. Um, but thank you for joining us. Okay, so I'm going to share screen really quickly on examples of pitch decks. These are obviously pitch decks that are more a little bit more tech focused, but it gives you the, the kind of the nuts and bolts and meats and potatoes of what we shared today and how that can look differently for different types of industries and different types of businesses themselves. So I am, can we see this? Is this big enough? So I Googled. 23 best startup pitch decks. This is a little bit more um, direct to technology and innovation to some respect, but all of you have companies and you're doing it for a very specific reason that is unique to you, that is unique to your experience, your unique footprint, your unique fingerprint. So we're gonna make sure that your pitch deck captures your essence of your story, of who you are, of your brand, of your, all of those things. But I wanted to share, we all know, we all know Airbnb, correct? Please hand, raise your hand if you don't. Well, no, Airbnb, love Airbnb. Um, Airbnb is, let's let's go through, let's see their pitch deck. I love that they're one of the most searched pitch decks as well. So going through, they have 12 slides. It's a PowerPoint from Business Insider. So Airbnb, I you'll see why. We're gonna go through really quickly. What is the problem? Price, hotels, not an easy way. Slide three, solution. We are a web platform that helps people save money, make money, and share their culture. Market validation. So this is related to market and the who, target market. Um, you can do it like this, but I'm sure we're gonna show you different examples of doing it. So who the market is for, right? Temporary housing. Specifically, they were focused on San Francisco, New York, and couch surfers. This is more specific to who and the opportunity 
obviously I'm, this is a more tech focused version. So I'm not telling you to do it this way, but I was recommend, you know, I want to show you different examples. And this is the product itself. So they, they were showcasing their web platform. So in yours, your solution would be showcasing maybe a little example of wellness, your skincare, your beauty. It could be a picture. It could be a picture of your person who you're solving for. Um, on the solution piece, I included on the solution slide for us, what would be the business model? So how you're making money. Obviously for tech companies, it's not always clear how a person is making their money. So this is what Airbnb was showing. We take a commission after each time someone books something on our web platform. And they shared a little bit of how, right? When you're a tech company, you're really new. So it's just showcasing and show, sharing the timeline of what they don't necessarily have traction. So in their case, this would be their timeline of adoption from events, from partnerships. And then this is one way of showing competition. So their Airbnb, what are other other areas, Craigslist, Couchsurfing, Hotels, Bed and Breakfast, VRBO, Hotels.com. So they did it based on expense, affordability, offline, online. This I loved, I love this slide. So they were really focused on the rule of three in their visuals. So being able to say, this is how we're different. This is why we're unique. This would be your unique value proposition. Awesome. So they actually had only 10 slides, better. So I'm gonna go to really quickly do one more. I was gonna have you choose a number and then see which number came up, but I think this is 10. This cow, so they're in the coffee business. I know we have a lot of coffee folks, um, but they specialize in Viennese coffee using 100% biodegradable pour over technology. So let's find out what that means. You'll see uh, Leslie shared about being concise, having good visuals, having visuals that match your product, match who you are. Notice the font, the colors. So why copper cow? She actually dove right into, I love when slides go right into the who, right, her why. So this could be like the problem, her grandmother, why she started her company. Very inspired by her grandma in Vietnam. And then this is our solution. Best Vietnamese coffee, coffee women-owned, sustainably grown, crafted for you. Obviously, there's a lot of competitors, but why are you different? So it's coffee for that is artisanal, that is craft for anyone, anywhere. So really clearly showcasing them, their product, the ease, the simplicity of it. And then obviously some competitive advantages of theirs, knowing that they are experts in supply chain management. Thank you, Elaine, love you. Have a beautiful evening and birthday, birthday night. Um, so really kind of competitive advantage again and or unique value proposition again. She, she is supply chain experts, which is a huge advantage when it comes to the world of COVID. We don't always know where these are coming from. So this looks like it's a traction or timeline. So traction timeline page, either they're already in existing stores or they wanted to be in over 2000 stores. So these are, I'm just going through kind of how I would analyze this pitch deck. Um, so you have a, a pulse and a feel. This is the opportunity being a $32 billion coffee industry. 
other revenue opportunities that they're building on. They want to be in offices and tiles, they want to be in commerce. Again, what Jose mentioned, projections, really simple. They're just like, this is what the revenue we want to be. 2018 this is our margins, profit margins. This is our team. So you can see how simple their team is here. They had photos for where they were at, Berkeley World Bank. Lillian, she's a sales and customer success person. Two people. And then ending with, hey, we want to raise on 80K by this date and time. And our goal is this. I'm going to, any questions? I'm going to pull up one more slide deck. Any other questions popping up as we go through those examples? Anyone have a favorite slide deck they want to share as I'm pulling up this other one that's taking me just a moment? I had it up and then I think it closed. Okay, I'm going to go through this other one very quickly. This is one I'm actually using for fundraising right now and it's evolving, it's actually changing quite a bit, but I will show you the example because Wells Fargo gave us a nice chunk of money for it based on what we shared. Okay, I'm sharing you the company I am working on with Business partner in LA. So we're a sovereignty company. This is actually, it's actually changed quite a bit in terms of, um, I'm gonna show you a couple iterations of it to go back very quickly. I'm gonna just show you intro slide. He went into team. This is something we submitted more towards a bank. Oh, why isn't it allowing me to, sharing a little bit about him, little bio. We went straight into the challenge. I'm gonna show you this because you're gonna see how quickly it changed in terms of visuals. The challenge itself, underfunded, level the playing field, lack of education advisors. Our solution is a sustainable circular fashion movement, our vision mission, three revenue streams. There's a lot of text on this. So fashion CEOs accelerator, what that entails. This is a traction timeline example I wanted to share with you. It was actually one year. So traction, where we want to go next. And then a fundraising goal. And then because it was specific to Wells Fargo, we went and hit Wells Fargo. So I just wanted to show you that example. And then I'm going to share with you another example of who did we update this for. Let me show you how much it evolves and changes.
it's changed even more since then, but this is just another example of visuals that change it, the colors, the challenge itself, the solution. More on us as a nonprofit accelerator, traction and timeline, and then going into our ask. These numbers have changed immensely because we are now raising an impact fund. But every iteration, every partner we've had, it has evolved, it has changed, and it's only gotten better each time. So wanted to share that piece. Let's take a little, a quick break. Ale, do you mind adding any, any questions in the meantime? As, as we take a break, go eat, go potty, go dance. Um, if anything comes up, we're going to go right into a workbook together. And that workbook is just going right into the language and content. Yeah, thank you, Ale. Um, and we're gonna notice, we're gonna just become aware of when there's resistance, where you're, where you specifically are having any um, issues with, I, you know, Kat, I'm really having troubles writing this piece. Let's workshop that out. Let's talk about it during lab time. So take a quick, how, how many minutes do we need? Five, 10? Take a good seven minutes. Seven? Okay. Let's do seven minutes. So it's 7.13, let's come back at 7.20. Yeah, okay, cool. Thanks. Awesome, welcome back, welcome back. I love that welcome back song, it's great. So I'm gonna give you guys a moment, please, if, you, if you're on your phone or your computer, that link that Ale shared is a link that prompts you to make a copy. So it'll come up when I actually pull it out. So you can see exactly what that looks like. I'll zoom in please, yes. So would you like to make a copy of Leaf My Pitch Deck Workbook? Yes, and then you hit make a copy. So that's what that link that Ali shared will take you to this copy document. Cool. And then we are going into this. Let me make it bigger. This is lab time, so we're gonna dive in. I encourage you to pull this out on your laptop, on your phone, um, make that copy, start editing. This is for us, time, our time to write together. And I'm gonna challenge you all to write the first draft of it in under 10 slides. So I know a huge part of this is visuals, it's colors, branding. There are so many, we didn't talk about this in Pro Tips yet, but there are so many different ways, Google, for example, to find templates, free templates for you to use on creating a pitch deck. So I'm gonna show you one example and let's Google it together. Free pitch deck templates. Let's actually do Google Slides because I wanna see. And when you Google that, takes you to, I, I personally love Slides Carnival. How easy we can go creative to see different versions of potential pitch decks. So all the colors, you will have to pick photo photos, but colors will be chosen for you. All the different examples here. So many, literally hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. So utilize that, but for first up first, it's content and the words 
that you're using. Oh, unable to open the file. Try it again, let us know. Let us know. Second link worked, okay, great. Weird. It should just open up a copy. It should prompt you to open up a copy. And then because the second link, yeah, to make a copy of it. The second link is an actual edit. So I'm hoping you can actually edit it right now is what for workbook time. So intro slide, right? Whatever quick summary you want to share. It can be the vision, it can be vision related. Added some terms here. Um, and added some notes based on what Elaine and some of you have shared. So go, this is time for you and for to notice when you have resistance arising or where you're getting potentially stuck. Um, again, intro slide, problem. Who is this problem you're solving for? The solution slide, your competition slide, your team slide. So I want you to get through really the words and what you're gonna be highlighting on each slide. So it doesn't need to be perfect right now. Right now we're just drafting out languages, terms, anything you wanna use, know you wanna include, maybe it's a photo of your inspiration of why you started, um, anything at all, writing it here on the side, words, you know, you know we wanna include yourself, whatever years of experience, highlighting that, whatever companies. Traction, I think is where maybe some of us will have some questions too, of like what traction should you put on there that showcases where you've been, where you're at now and where you're going. Financials and math. Yeah, intro slide. Yeah, for a few, I saw a few people on the editable version. I see three actually. Okay. So it doesn't have what you added on the intro slides, which is okay. added in the chat. Awesome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So how long do you want them to work on this and then yeah. start to share? Yeah, let's do, um, I want you all to really, rather than get, uh, I know sometimes it can be overwhelming when there's a lot of information, but a lot of you have, you have your business, you know it, you know, I want you to go into this knowing that you know exactly what to write. I want you to go in with that mindset. Um, Niambi, who are you building the pitch deck for? Are you building it for money, investors, for clients, for partners? for Pledge LA, for yourself. I want you to keep in mind, who are we writing this for? Thank you. Yes. So you can keep that in mind as you're writing. Can it be both? For money Absolutely. and for client? Okay. You can have more than, you can have marketing sales partners, you can have clients, write as many as you need. I just put two there just for, to start off and kick off. Yeah, let's work on it for the next, let's do 10 minutes. And I, in these 10 minutes, I just want you to get really, I want you to drop into your gut, your intuition, 
and say, and, and come in with this mindset of, I know exactly what I want to share. And I just want you to write in words, thoughts, photos to the right here in the next 10 minutes that are coming up for you. It's not about being perfect right now. We're just kind of just like brainstorming, spitting it out. I know some of us need a little extra time, you know, to, to think, but I just want us to take 10 minutes now to share out what's coming to mind first. And typically what's coming to mind first, I forget the phrase, what's coming to mind first is always our intuition speaking. So um, coming to mind first for you, for your intro slide, for your problem, for your solution, your competition, your team, your traction. So we'll take 10 minutes, I'm gonna time us. Well, is it too much trouble to ask for some work music? I'm working on it now. Thank you. We're gonna do 10 minutes and then we're gonna pause and check in. I'll eat some of this amazing beef jerky that my mom and my parents dropped off for me. <laughs> You're going to have to stop sharing cats that have been okay. sharing already. I'm good. Thank you. So we're taking the next minute. Drop into our gut. What first comes to me? We're still in writing mode. Thank you, DJ Ali, for that. Going into this writing exercise of, I know my business, I know it in and out, I know what to write. And writing from that place of, okay, what's coming up for me first? So I know, how, I know we have a few folks, you know, keeping in mind Pledge LA, Leilani, Cynthia, and I. I think Ali said that um, Angie Marisola are also working on Pledge LA. So I don't want to keep interrupting writing mojo because I know sometimes when we get into writing magic, but I, I wanted to ask, 
Is there any questions that arose as you were looking at the workbook? Is there any resistance? Was there any clarification needed? Was there any area where you're like, I don't know? And if nothing's coming up, just go ahead and keep writing. But also, if Jose, if Jose, I think I see Jose. Deborah, do you want to Yeah, I was going to ask you, because um, I'm just writing stuff. I don't even know what I'm writing. But <laughs> if I need someone to look at this, is this where I would reach out to my um, SVD person? or Yes, and also um, having an eye. It can be your facilitator, Deborah. OK, and cool. Facilitator, it can be an SBDC advisor, it can be another founder. Okay. This is why we have high fees, right? Okay. I know, I know my high fee has not yet met yet because I know everyone's getting schedules, but mm -hmm. those were high fee-led meetings, right? High fee-led opportunities for you all to share. Okay. Um, really, being really being able to utilize this community as a resource. Right, right. Yeah. As a mastermind. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I just because I'm just writing stuff. I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We all, this is a starting point, right? This is a starting point and writing words, maybe photos, things that are coming up as you mm -hmm. think about what should go on each slide. The point mm -hmm. of this workbook was to be able to at least get enough information. So you could, if you were going to share it with your, your fellow, say, mm -hmm. hey, fellow, I'm, you know, I want to make a pitch deck. I don't, I don't have much experience making a pitch deck, but this is kind of my initial, what came up for me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to develop it more. And, or for those that do have a little bit of pitch, pitch deck experience, you can actually, if you don't want to, if you don't even want to worry about the design at all, you can hire, you can potentially hire someone on Fiverr for pretty cheap. So I listed Fiverr, F-I-V here, I'm going to drop the link here. I listed it on there. I don't know if everyone got it, if they created a copy earlier, but Fiverr is another great resource mm -hmm. for design work, right? And with any design work, you're going to still need to share what language you're going to need to include. Right. Um, so being able to either hand it off to a designer, freelance person, and or, you know, work on it with your fellow together. So, okay. Yeah. And then we had another question, Jocelyn, can you clarify for the team part of the report? Yeah, absolutely. So I am going to share a screen because I want to share more visuals. So my team is really highlighting you, highlighting your experience, highlighting why you and your team are the people to be running this business, right? So this is a slide where you're really adding trust, credibility. Um, I wanna show you this, I wanna show you, you don't need to use Google as a search engine, but I, it's kind of just the easiest for me. So I'm Googliadlo as a weapon, right? So. Let's look up team pitch deck examples, different ways you can ask for this, right? Pitch deck examples and team slide. I'm just gonna see what comes up. Let's go to images. I'm gonna actually open this one, but let's also go to images. 
Okay. So can you see some of these visual examples? Jocelyn, is this Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Yes. I can't, I can't read what it says, but I, I, I'm gonna I, click. I kind of I'm getting gonna, a gist. Yes, I'm getting, I'm gonna show you some examples. So this is what, like a small founding team. I don't want, I don't want all white males on the team. Um, here we go. Meet our team. So they have title here. This is tiny still, but um, let me see if this works. So here they have title, could be sample text of like five years in customer success. It could be, you know, links to LinkedIn, whatever, Instagram, Facebook. I wanna share another better, more specific example. This one has, now this person was a consultant. She wanted to put her MBA experience. I don't think that, I don't personally believe, you know, education piece is the most important. I actually think your experience and your passion of where. So let me see if we can find another example. Let's see, let's actually Google team slide, women founded businesses, um, pitch deck. So when you think about search engines, search engines are robots on the other side. So they're looking at keywords that you put in there. Would this be when we want to do it incognito? Yes, actually. Yeah, technically, yes. <laughs> I just went in and dove in. But um, this other person, I like looking at how people, some people put a lot of logos, right? Successfully managed. They were at these following places on this management team. This awesome team was highlighting a little bit more of, it looks like founder, founder. Okay, this is more of a template for someone. But their experiences and like, you know, 10 years in coffee, five years in skincare, spent two years creating my own nonprofit, 10 years in HR, passionate about fashion, like so many different layers to what you can put on your team. But are you getting a kind of a pulse for how like different ways you can share, what you can share? Yeah. Awesome, Any what other questions came up? Cause we can kind of Google some examples. I think it's easier to see. Absolutely, Leilani, feedback on what we have, absolutely. Utilize, Leilani, you can send me a DM and I can review also, but um, you can also utilize your hyphy group and share out. Um, absolutely take advantage of this community because we're, you know, as you're all working on it, these take note of these 2017 now, you know, folks that are here and saying, hey, do you mind taking a quick look at this? Quick eyes, feedback, this makes sense. What am I missing? And you can also use your SPDC advisor. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we're going to, we want to start with, uh, with, with our high fee, I think that that because that way we're helping each other, you know. And then if we need somebody else to look over it, then we can, you know, take it to someone else. But I, I like the idea of us um, pitching it to one another. And that's exactly what we did before, right, Zebra? When yes, you wanted me to take a look at your onboarding uh, template for your fellow. I asked you to share it with your hyphy and you did. And they all loved it. They were like like in awe of what you did. 
and then you shared it with your SBDC advisor and your SBDC advisor only had a few minor edits, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. no so I love, I, I love that, that point that you just made, Ale, of being able to share and, and, and noticing if there's a resistance to sharing, because we all have this, we're all human. So there's resistance to sharing story, resistance to sharing a baby, a business, whatever it is. Um, I put this up here on team slide. And what do you share, right? So if you can go into anytime you drop into writing, if you want to, I'm a big person of, if you say this process is going to be hard, it's going to be hard for you. Mm -hmm. right? So words are wands. So if you go into it being like, oh, this is hard, this is scary, this is intimidating, it will be all of that for you. Trust me. <laughs> but if you go into it saying, I'm going to learn, I'm going to play and try it out and exercise. Even if you've never done this before, there's so many things I'm doing even now, you know, running a whole nother type of business, raising an impact fund that I've never done before. And yes, it can be frustrating, but also it can be so rewarding if you go into it with like, I got this. I have everything I need in this moment. Share what I need to share. So just be mindful. Uh, Len, thank you. Um, beautiful night. I'll see you soon. Uh, being mindful of the mindset you're going into as you're writing. Um, I, I really truly believe that whatever we write is a spell for our business. Words are wands. So what are you spelling out into the world when it comes to you and your story? What are you sharing? But I know we have the last 10 minutes. So, you know, if you need to head, head, but I want to leave this for more time for you to continue writing, continue noticing what questions are coming up, continue noticing if you're resisting any questions, resisting any areas or find any areas really challenging for you. And thank you, Deborah, for being so um, open with us about being, I've never done this before. I don't know what this is. It's so super helpful to know and also know that all of us have been, we've all been at a starting point. So, you know, there's a moment in time when I didn't even know what a pitch deck was. I didn't know what a venture capitalist was. I didn't know what an angel investor was. So going through that process and allowing ourselves to, to share. Leilani, I'm going to, do you mind if I open yours, Leilani? I don't need to share it openly, but. No, I don't mind. Okay. That's why I, think that I really, really would like your feedback. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to share screen then and open it. Thank you. Okay. Quick slide. We strive to help women. I'm going to go through and just, I'm going to quick read it and then I will share thoughts. And as, as I'm quick reading it, if those of you, I want to take a pause and read Leilani's, but she took a moment to write in 10 minutes which is quite a bit, because you do know what's up. You do know what is it? Yes, Leilani. Are there any, before I make any notes, 
Does anyone want to share anything if they've read Ale? Anything that comes to mind as you're reading this? Okay, so quick intro slide. I love that you drop right into helping women step into their confidence and building self-love because I do know that's a core piece of who you are. And you're doing that through styles and wardrobe and fashion. You don't use the word fashion, but I like that you have styles and wardrobe here. So these will, this language will get even more and more concise as you do di different edits and as you have more people look at it. And as you also potentially, whether you go in and find a design template on your own through Canva or on Google or potentially hire a Fiverr person, as you, as you do that, the copy, when I say, when I use the word copy, that just is another word for language and words, the copy will get even better. And why I use the word copy? It's, it's actually, it's a whole, um, copywriting is a skill set that people get paid to do copywriting. People get paid to write out all of these things. So you, this, what you've written so far in the short amount of time, I'm loving what I'm reading. I'm getting a very, very clearly, you're focusing on moms and you're focusing on self-acceptance and being able to provide options when there aren't as many, right? And so I think in the problem as well is, you said young moms left out because styles are turning provocative from your high and expensive. So maybe like what you know what is the gap in the market currently? Um, the gap in the market is it could be something related to the lines of curvy bodies are afraid to try different styles. I've I've noticed when and then I'm, I'm sharing this is because I love queer eye for the straight guy. And when they have not, it's not, and not even queer eye, I think it's the other version. It's queer eye for makeovers. And they've had different body types on there and different body types that come up say, I don't want to even go in. I don't like going into the fitting room. I don't like trying on styles that are different than me. So you're providing, you know, a space for people to try out different styles, right? And also a safe space to, hey, come to us because we are providing styles that are for curvy bodies and that are for young moms and that are for young moms who, who want to look and feel stylish, right? Um, I'm loving, loving, loving like this solution, true self, self-love, options. You did a great job, Leilani, of writing this out in a very short amount of time. This is a matter of just getting even more concise of words. It's like, like almost like copywriting detail, essentially. For competition. Some of it, some of it came from my uh, welcome sequence. That's yeah. why it was so fast. Absolutely. But also knowing that copywriting will get better, but knowing that you have the, the meat and potatoes detail of it, right? So the competition, being able to show where this is like a visual way of, if you were to imagine your competition, that's like, okay, other companies aren't targeting this. Other companies aren't honoring moms. Other companies aren't honoring different body types. So, you know, what we're doing at Shop Black Ego, or is it, have you stuck with the title, Shop Black Ego? The website is Shop Black Ego, but the store is Black Ego. Okay, so what we're doing with Black Ego is this, right? And so team-wise, a huge network of mothers, 
I like this as a bio for you. Love it. If there's anything else you want to share related to, you know, it could be something like running this business for the last two years out of necessity and has led to X, right? I think it goes along a little bit with your team and traction. Uh, we have a community and this other traction that member Elaine listed, um, for example, like my mailing list, I participated in Black Ego has attended, you know, 10 pop-ups has resulted in X sales. My online sales are this, something like that. I love that you have customer retention rate. That's a big I did one. miss the traction part. I had walked away and I was like, dang, I think I missed the most important part because that's what I had a, a questions on in the last meeting with Pledge LA is what, what is good to put for <clears throat> traction. And then Elaine came on and I had to walk away from my computer for a second and missed it again. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's uh, she shared a little bit of, there's a lot of different ways to show traction. And what I can share, if you also Google different traction for small businesses, different examples will show up, right? But what you've had here, customer rate, margins, sales, acceptance into the LEAF program, hire, working with a fellow for six months, like 20 pop-up boots, all of that is examples of traction and specifically for you, I think. Um, yeah, this is awesome, Ale. Copy.ai, ooh, artificial intelligence for copy. That's amazing. I'm gonna look into that because I'm writing a ton of proposals right now. Elaine sent me a TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, of course. That's what she sent me. And so TikTok education on point. So good. Um, thank you, Ilani, for being open to share that. This is really like I this is such a solid foundation. You could give this to someone like a designer, copywriter, and they would just boom, make it that much more concise, right? And or you could work with a fellow to do that as well. I mean, you'll you'll learn kind of where your limitations are as you hone in on the content of it, but Absolutely. Right. I, I think here to mention that, and, and sorry to interrupt you, Kat, but okay. quickly wanted to mention, we don't have a lot of fellows that actually know a lot about like Adobe Illustrator or Photoshop that actually know how to work, uh, design and artwork. Uh, we do have one, but if you reach out to your fellow, you're working with a fellow and you ask them, you know, can you please find out which one of the fellows is currently like designing things, uh, on Illustrator or whatever, they'll look into it for you and then they can reach out to this person. I don't wanna say her name right now because I don't wanna put it out there. Maybe she's not willing to do it, but maybe your fellow could reach out and find out and see if she'd be willing to, to do something for you. Just putting it out there. Dope, thanks. Yeah. And I know we're already at time. Mm -hmm. A quick reminder, we had a boot camp scheduled for this Saturday, the 19th. That is being moved over to the following Saturday, which is the 26th. And we are planning on making that a live session where we get to see each other, network, and maybe have a little workshop. So I think that would be great. Um, and so we hope to see you all there. I'll send all the information as soon as we have all the details. And Miss Kat, thank you so much for this. It's being recorded. So I'm going to share it with everyone. You can go back, take notes. I'll share the workbook with everyone 
And again, thank you and hope to see you all again soon. Be sure to make your appointments with your facilitators. And for those that are joining from El Camino College, thank you so much for joining. This is what our sessions look like. All right, everyone, have a good evening, good night. Thank you for listening to this special audio clip from LEAF. We hope you enjoyed what you heard and will continue to help us amplify the voices of BIPOC women entrepreneurs. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Leaf Cal State LA to stay up to date with our accelerator for emerging entrepreneurs and other resources.